It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This is the Cork Today replay on C103. For C103 photos, videos and more, follow us on Instagram and get a good look at what's going on across Cork. Search Instagram for at C103 Cork. And Jane Pickett, our resident vet, joins us in studio from the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. Hi Good there. afternoon to you. You're very welcome. Uh, we've been talking about uh, cats roaming around yeah. and, and <laughs> I, I knew that Jane wouldn't have a solution. But an answer, by way, I'm assuming Anne is a cat owner and cat lover, says, does Mary and the others that are giving out about the cats roaming around and God knows what they're getting up to in the neighbourhood, uh, does Mary realise that cats that are allowed to roam around a neighbourhood are doing a great service? killing rats and mice. We have had an infestation of rats and would welcome cats to come around to get rid of them any time. Please, says Anne. OK, Anne, thank you for that. OK, let me get straight into uh, questions. And there was one from last week that I promised I would go with first today. Martin in Mitchellstown has five hens. They have been laying for two years. He's giving them grit. Two of them are laying very soft eggs with a kind of a skin on them, no shell. What would be causing that? Oh, that's a little bit of an unusual one and I suppose myself personally I'll come out and say I'm totally honest I don't do a lot of chicken medicine myself Okay. now I think what I'll do with that question is I will take it to our exotic expert so and we'll one come of, back to one it of next the vets week. that I work with loves backyard hens reptiles okay. chickens I'll ask him about that but I'd imagine it's something to do with the mineral content in the diet but I'm going to get back to you on that okay. one Okay uh, Could you ask uh, the vet Jane please my dog has been diagnosed as diabetic can we Give him cooked mince with his nuts. He's just on his, uh, a plain nut diet at the moment. Okay. The fact that he's diabetic. Okay, so this is a little bit complicated. I'm assuming that if he's been diagnosed as a diabetic, he's being treated at the moment with insulin injections, which would be the, the only treatment essentially long long term for a diabetic patient. So I'm going to answer this question as if he's already on treatment. Okay. Um, if he's not already on treatment, visit your vet <laughs> and um, they'll get you started on that. And I'm assuming he is because yeah. I can just see the problem is with the nuts. He doesn't like he them. He doesn't like them. Okay. So I think the main thing with feeding diabetics is that it needs to be really consistent because the amount of insulin so the thing that will break down and transport the sugar in the blood around in a more normal fashion which is the problem in diabetic dogs is very much tailored by dose to what we feed so your vet will be going off the basis that you're you're being fed the same thing twice a day or once a day as the case may be Um, it doesn't leave much room for variability Okay. OK, now there are some diets on the market which are diabetic food and um, which tend to have kind of uh, things that are more friendly for diabetic dogs as regards digestibility. And sometimes they are, get on really well with them. Very occasionally dogs may not particularly like the taste. It's like ourselves. We might take a liking to one thing and a dislike to another. To be honest, before changing anything and before adding other things into the diet, I would have a chat with your vet. Now, 
as long as you make your vet aware they should be able to tailor the dose and sort that out and it may just uh, require a little bit of adjusting and maybe some tests on on your part and for your pet um but it's definitely doable i think a really important thing it's part of their quality of life they need to enjoy their food be happy little dogs so it's important to optimize that and for our diabetic patients that's definitely possible mm-hmm. but i think before changing anything um particularly if he's on long-term insulin medication i would definitely just speak Seems to your vet and work out a solution yeah but they they, they they should be able to come up with yeah, something. Absolutely. This is a heartbreaking one. One of my dogs died recently. The oh. remaining dog is very anxious, crying and does not want to be left alone. Any advice, oh, please? Oh, goodness. And they grieve the same as... They do. Yeah. Absolutely. I think they are far more clever and astute than we ever give them credit for. Um, they grieve in exactly the same way that we do. Um, I think this is really tough and I suppose very much like in humans time is the best Mm. healer Um, a normal grieving process for a dog or cat they do do lots of things like isolate themselves changes in behaviour sometimes they become more clingy sometimes they don't like like being left alone the things I would do sometimes being left alone is unavoidable in which case I would make sure that it's as normal as possible for them I would maybe leave the radio on or leave the TV on in the background so there's a little bit of a hum of noise if they have to be left alone in the house because they're probably used to their other little dog pal poddling around, click-clacking with his mm. nails over the floor. So it's probably very quiet in the house when he's left alone. Um, and I would try and minimise that being left alone time for a little while if you can. Things will get easier. Other things you can do are distraction. Take them out for lots of walks. Engage them in a new activity. Um, that really is a good thing. It just gets the brain working, the brain active, the brain interested in something else. And that's that's only healthy for them. Um, I think something we really, really underestimate in or let's say elderly patients with illnesses or patients that are grieving is taking them out in sunlight a lot. Yeah. It's something we can never prove. But in humans, we know that, you know, Works. being out in sunlight, yeah. you know, it, it makes us a little bit happier. Um, yeah. I but definitely wouldn't underestimate that for our dog. But time will heal. Time, time will, heal. will heal. The last oh, thing bless. I would say is Try and get a big cuddly dog toy. Okay. About the same size as your old dog. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah and let him, and he might yeah. put his affection and onto the. If you have anything left around the house, it's not totally essential, but if you have, let's say, uh, a blanket, if the dog has recently passed away, you might still have a blanket with the smell, smell. of that dog on it. Yeah. Just tie it onto the dog toy. I know it seems like a very ri- ridiculous thing to do, but sometimes it's just soothing. Yeah, um, yeah. To know bless, that have something bless. Next to but he will be okay, and yeah. and so will you. So will you. We can feel your, your own pain. Yeah. Uh, hi, I have a dog that lives inside. He's treated every month with front line drops. Mm-hmm. His bedding is boil washed every week. Mm-hmm. I've just after noticing two fleas on him. I'm wondering how. To, how can he get fleas if he's been treated? Also, I thought the drops are meant to kill the fleas. Any advice, please? Thanking you, this from Brendan. Okay, this is an interesting one. There could be a few things going on here. Um, if he does have a flea infestation and we know that that's a historical thing if he's had flea problems before and it sounds like you're doing a great job hot washing the bedding putting the the front line on religiously and that's a really really good thing to do now the things I would say are the main problems I encounter with let's say products not working particularly are either that the product itself may not be up to scratch or secondly the product might not be applied exactly as per the directions so have a good look at the packet Um, normally with most spot on drops you need to part the hair at the back of the neck um, in, in kind of a little line and just make sure you can see lots of skin that and it gets put the, onto the, skin, onto the yeah. skin exactly there's no need to rub it in just leave it in place um, simple things like making sure they don't go out in the rain for 12 hours afterwards so I normally apply it last thing at night before bedtime because they'll be inside they won't be touched and cuddled by the rest of the family and it gets lots of time to sink in so just make sure you're applying it as per packet instructions 
second thing I'd say is visit your vet. Um, just get them to reevaluate what protocol of products you're using. Um, maybe maybe try something else just to to see if that works better for you. There are other products on the market maybe that eliminate the the faff of having to put the spot on on. So there are tablet products available now. Again, like any other product, I've discussed this at length before. There's good and bad on the market. So visit your vet, and they'll be able to guide you as to one that will be effective. The spot okay. on is usually the best, though. Isn't it? Both, really. Yeah, I think okay. as long as you use a good, reputable product that has actually been licensed and effectively tested, then either is fine. It's really more about lifestyle. The main issue we encounter is not the pro- products, let's say, not working or not being applied correctly. It's people forgetting to do them on time. Mm. And we normally say that, let's say for spot-ons, most of them run in a mon- monthly cycle, so they need to be done bang on that month to okay. make sure that they're effective. Or for some of the tablets, they might be a little bit longer. Some are monthly, some are every three months. Just make sure you follow the protocol. The main the main reason we see for breakthrough and having fleas or ticks or lice is, is forgetting to put the product on. Yeah. That doesn't sound and, like and, the case and here. You, but you just pick one up when you're out and about, is it? It's easy enough <sighs> yeah, to pick them up? Very yeah, very easy. Even yeah. if they're, let's say, a dog or a cat that's not going outside, if there's another pet in the household that's going outside, they can be bringing things back in. But um, I think the last word of warning I would have is, it sounds like you're doing a good job treating the environment with hot washing the bed treating the pet but I would speak to your vet about an environmental spray because we know that eggs from fleas and dogs and cats can live in let's say carpets skirting board etc so just to make sure you're effectively in treating the environment so have a chat with your vet yeah because and a flea infestation it can be really oh, hard can't so it so challenging it's so yeah. much easier to prevent it than deal with the fallout of having it yeah and even though this is what in fairness is this yeah, is doing a great now job. a number of people are picking up with advice on the hens ah. uh, we've, we've <laughs> a lot of people keeping hens and a lot of people are coming up with the same answer that says soft shell you crumble up a good shell and you feed it back to the hens it is a lack of calcium and there's another listener saying the same thing those hens are lacking calcium feed them egg shells that comes in from Caitlin in Riverstick and I can see one, two, three others saying uh, saying the very same thing including one saying I'm keeping hens all of my life what that person needs to do is to put egg shells into the hen's diets. Okay, so thank you for that if the listener wants to try that and in the meantime we will get Jane uh, to double check (laughs) on it uh, as well. Okay Uh, we have to leave it there. Thank you for that um, Jane and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. That is uh, Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital part in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary uh, Group.